faith is a force. That's right. The force of faith. The force of faith. And when you are speaking from a faith platform, Satan will flee from you. He will take his bag of sickness and disease, and you must tell him that. Get up out of here. Because another thing we've been focusing on is that everything in the spirit world is what? Voice activated. All right. Again, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School. Last week, we had a part one, and today is going to be part two of the message. Let's have a word of prayer, and we'll come right to the word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we praise you today in Jesus' name for every person under the sound of our voice. Father, touch your people. We believe you today. We expect it. You said it, and we received it. You said when you pray, believe that you receive. Well, we are believing that we receive today in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, Prophet, and take it away. Okay, so let's do a quick review from last week. We were talking about um, the word of the Lord that God gave back in January as we were in our healing uh, center in school and apostle was speaking, and God gave this word. He was talking about something that was in his heart, and he said that it's illegal for sickness to be in your body. And as he was speaking those words, he spoke them several times before in the past. And I shared with the with the healing uh, school last week that God had dropped something in my spirit as he was saying that. And I'll just uh, do a quick review of that. We're not going to cover it all, but I want to make sure that those of us who are just joining for the first time today maybe can get um, an understanding of what we're talking about. So this is the word that God gave January 9, 2021. As Apostle was speaking, he said to the class, it's illegal for sickness to be in your body. And as soon as he said those words, I heard this in my spirit. Yes, it's illegal in the spirit realm, but not in the physical realm. And so that went off really big in my spirit, not in the spirit realm. And all the time I knew something was a little different. I'm not sure what it was. But then as we began to go further into what God was sharing with us, I hope you can get the message that he was trying to share and relate to us about illegal things, illegal uh, spiritual things, and natural things. So we pointed out last week why it's illegal in, uh, in the spirit realm. There are two laws, and we covered those two laws pretty much just a little bit to give an example of what the laws are we talking about. There's a law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And then there's the law of sin and death. And so this law says that Christ has redeemed us. And most of us who've been around the word of God for any amount of time may have run into that. Christ did redeem us from the curse of the law. and of sin and death. 
That's right. And this is why it is illegal for sickness and disease to be in our body. We know whenever there yeah. is a law on the books, whether it's in the natural or in the spirit, that those of us who are law-abiding citizens, we must obey those laws. Mm-hmm. And so Satan does obey laws. He does obey laws that are what? And that's what brought us into the biggest part of our lesson on last week, which which was the enforcement of laws. Yes. So we know, as we saw on last week, that in the natural, there are many laws that we as citizens in this earth must what? Abide by. We must obey these laws, such as traffic laws. Uh, I try to do the best I can, but of course, sometimes, you know, uh, I have a heavy foot, and I shared that last week. And so when we do that, we get out, we disobey speeding laws. Well, someone's going to enforce that law. And usually right. it's those who've been given the authority to enforce those laws. And we saw that it's uh, the police officers on the road, uh, whether you go into the courthouse, you get there, then it's the judge, and sometimes we have a jury, all kinds of people in legislate, in the government, in local and state government, that's going to uh, enforce laws that are on the books because they've been given the authority. But that's not what we want to look at. We only use that as an example to get us, as a springboard, to get us over into spiritual laws. Spiritual laws are just as important as uh, even more important, really, because when we begin to understand the makeup of everything, we, we're going to see that first, you know, everything comes from the spirit realm and then into the natural. Yes. So spiritual laws are very powerful. So who enforced the laws? We just looked at that. But who enforces spiritual laws? Will we, will, will mm-hmm. we readily see a police officer? Enforcing spiritual laws? I don't think so. Well, we just looked at no. one main, one very important spiritual law, the law of sin and death. Christ has redeemed us from the law of sin and death. And what does that entail? What does it involve? He's, the, he's delivered us from poverty. Yeah. He's delivered us from sickness. Uh-huh. And spiritual death. That's right. And so when we begin to study along those lines, you say, really? We're, we're redeemed from sickness? Yes, we are. We talk a That's lot right. about in the church that we are redeemed from spiritual death, and that involves our salvation. Well, we, we receive that. We don't have a problem with that. We talk a lot about that in, in, in our local churches, in, in the body of Christ. Most Christians believe that. Most Christians receive that, and they should. But we do not put a lot of emphasis on the three areas that Jesus died to provide for for us on the cross. We don't talk a lot about what really came through the cross. We talk a lot. We put a lot of emphasis on salvation, but we do not put a lot of emphasis on uh, sickness. We do not put a lot of emphasis on on prosperity. So mm-hmm. those three areas were covered. So this is why we're saying 
we first need to find out what is it what did he what did he die to provide? What is that what did I inherit? What is my inheritance? Yeah. So sickness is what we're focusing on this morning. He he his his death included you being delivered, you and I being delivered from sickness and mm. spiritual death, from poverty, from sickness and spiritual death. So if it's a law that he he redeemed us from that, then who's enforcing that law? That's basically yeah. what we're looking at. That's right. Well, just like in the natural, we saw that those who were given the authority to enforce those laws, they are the ones that's going to enforce those laws. Yes. By the same token, there are those who have been given the authority to enforce spiritual laws. And that's what we're looking at in our study. It is the born-again believer. Amen? That's right. Amen. Matthew chapter 10, I think we looked at that on last week. Verses 1, verses one and then verses 6 through 8. Born-again believers in Christ. You and I have the authority to enforce spiritual laws through what? Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. If those laws, if those of us who have the authority to enforce spiritual laws do not enforce those laws, then sickness and disease have a right, have every right. And they will, they will remain in your body. They have every right to enforce and attack. They have every right to attack and to inflict, rather. Right. And they will remain in your body. That sickness right. will remain in your body because it's as if there is no law against it. But we know there is a law, but because there is no one to enforce it. There is no enforcement of that law. That's what good. happens when, when, when traffic laws are disobeyed? It's chaos. If there are people running red lights, they're, they're running stop signs, and they're speeding because there's no one to enforce those laws. You know what happens when we're on the road. We, we, we're all of us. You know, we're probably going five, ten miles over the speed limit. And then the minute we see a police car, uh, we call it a black and white or uh, whatever they are here. We see one of those cars, everybody starts getting on their brakes. Come on, guys. You know that. Right. Yes. We start, we start slowing down. Why? Because we recognize that that's the enforcer of those traffic laws. And we we're riding right next to him. We wouldn't get out here and then, and then just you know, run all over the road and show off and speed. Why? He's coming after you. He's going to get you. You're going to find yourself pulled over on the side of the road, pulling, looking in your glove compartment or wherever you keep your documents, going in your wallet, getting your driver's license, pulling your insurance out. And then, you know, he's going to be riding uh, for a little while, going back and forth to his unit and then coming back and he's going to say, well, Mr. Whomever you are, you were going so many miles over the speed limit and I have to get, I have to fight you for that. So what did he do? Yeah. He just enforced those laws. That's right. And the next thing you know, you might find yourself in court if you, whatever. But for sure, you're going to find it hitting your wallet. Because you now have Absolutely. to pay that citation. Guys, yes. it's the same way in the, in the spirit world. It's the same way in the spirit world. 
Now, for instance, there's no one enforcing those spiritual laws. Satan's going to feel like, you know what? I have a right. You know, I'm just going to keep inflicting. I'm going to keep, even though Christ has died to provide, to keep them from sickness, but they're not yeah. enforcing the law that has been enforced, that has been given to, to keep them from sickness. I'm going to keep attacking them with sickness. And this is why we see some people are healed and delivered and some are not. Now, I did not say Satan would not attack you because this law is on the books. No, just like in the natural. You still see people speeding. You still speed. I speed even though it's a law. But we try, you know, to just hello, do what we want to do. Well, Satan does the same thing. That's right. There's a law against sickness being in your body. That's what apostles always say. It's illegal for sickness and disease to stay in your body because it's true what he's saying. But who's enforcing that law? Who are the enforcers of that law? It's you and I, child of God. And so this is why we shared on last week. You should, you should make sure that when, when the sickness, when the disease comes, we didn't say it wouldn't come. We didn't say Satan would give up trying to attack you. We all know that we have an adversary and it is Satan. That's right. So when he does come, hello, we are the ones to enforce that law. And how do we That's enforce right. that law? How do we enforce the laws? How do we do that? Well, physical laws are written and spoken by law enforcers to every citizen. Yeah. If you right. are a law-abiding citizen, you are protected and, and live in peace. But if you break the laws, you're not safe. Spiritual laws are written as well. They're written in the Bible and should be spoken from the lips of every law enforcer in the kingdom of God. That's you and I. Good. That's good. The spiritual law says, now one weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Thank you, Father. Jesus was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my guilt and my iniquity. And the chastisement of my peace was laid on him. And with the strife that wounded him, I am healed. Who his own self, Jesus Christ, to bear my sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar. He offered himself on it that I, call your name, Helen, might live and die, live unto righteousness. Right. And by stripes, I was healed. Look at that verb. Not Pat, not going to be, not present, not future, but but was, past tense. I was healed. You say, I was healed, but then why is this sickness in my body? Oh, yeah. See, Satan's trying to steal, right? He's trying to run the stop sign. He's trying to, trying to break the law because he feels to believe there is no law enforcer there. Mm-hmm. And you say, no, right. no, I will not allow you. I will not allow you to stay here. Sickness and disease, I'm going to enforce Mark 11 and, and 23 right now. I am a whosoever. And I say to this attack of sickness and disease on my body, I say to the high blood pressure, I say to the COVID-19, I say to the Omicron, I say to every diabetes attack, diabetic attack, I say to whatever it is, listen to me, get up and be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea. 
And there is no doubt in my heart because this is written. This is the written word of God, mm -hmm. and you must obey it, faith. And, and I know you must obey it. What am I doing? I see I'm I'm mixing this with faith. Yes. I'm not begging him to do anything. I'm not speaking him from a let me speak if it's going to work attitude. No, I'm speaking to him from faith and force. As we looked at in our train in our teachings on all last week, one of the things we we we, we highlighted was that faith is a force. That's right. The force of faith. The force of faith. And when you are speaking from a faith platform, Satan will flee from you. He will take his bag of sickness and disease, and you must tell him that. Get up out of here. Because another thing we've been focusing on is that everything in the spirit world is what? Voice activated. That's good. Just like it is in the natural. Let a police mm -hmm. officer, let's go back in the natural for a minute. Let a police officer, let's go back. And, and the natural, and he's enforcing the natural traffic laws. And let him pull you over and just walk up to your car and stand there and look at you and say nothing. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? Amen. What's going on? You're looking at him. He's looking at you. And then he just goes and gets back in his car, in his union. Well, what happened? You see, even in the natural, it's voice activated. He has to say something to you, right? He has to ask right. you for your driver's license and, and uh, insurance papers or whatever, registration. He had to yeah. use his voice. And then he had to tell you that because you were speeding, you have been cited. What if he didn't say anything? Was anything accomplished? Of course not. And see, no. that same rule applies in the spirit world. It's voice activated. If you're not going right. to open your mouth and say and tell Satan what Jesus said, then how will the law ever be enforced? That's right. So, so you're going to open your mouth and you're going to enforce mm -hmm. God's law. You're going mm -hmm. to be, you're going to speak it. You're going to tell him. No, you get up and get out of here. Now, you know, and so, so oftentimes, see, this is why our faith is so important. Because we may not see it move right away. Those of you who are dealing with some type of ailment in your body right now, like most of us do, do not become discouraged because you don't see it fly away the minute you speak. There's another element in in dealing with spiritual things that we must enforce, and it's called patience. Yes. He said, after you've done the will of God, then you must what? Have patience. The word Absolutely. puts it like this. Having done all to stand, come on, then what? Stand, stand there for. Stand there. That's just because you don't see it happening immediately doesn't mean that behind the scene God's angels are not working. You see, that's the thing. That's the key with dealing with spiritual things, spiritual forces. They're invisible to the naked eye. Over back, let's go back in the natural. We can see the police officer. 
We could see his lips moving. We could hear what he's saying. We could see him writing the ticket. We could see him getting, going back and forth from his unit to our car. We could see him, you know, we could see those things. Now, immediately, mm-hmm. we had that ticket in our hand. Well, guess what? The, the, the difference in the, in the spirit world is when you enforce law, you can't see a thing. That's why you need your faith. That's good. Are you listening? That's why your faith is vitally important. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, those who come to me, God said, those who come to me must what, Apostle? Believe. believe. Come on, that is, is, that's right. And that he is a rewarder of them that come on, come on. Are you, are you, do you, are you getting it? See, this is where, come on, there you go. He will reward you after you've done the will of God. But you must, you see, God needs your voice in the earth. He needs you to enforce spiritual law. Mm -hmm. He He needs you to enforce Mark 11, 23, exactly as it is written. Now, those of you who need to go and get your Bibles, you can do that. But let me quote it for you. Mark eleven twenty three says, Whosoever shall say unto the mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. What is the mountain? The mountain is the sickness. The mountain is the problem. The mountain is whatever <laughs> Satan is using to come against you. Speak to that mountain. Speak to the sickness. Speak to the poverty. Speak to the light. Speak to the whatever. And tell it to yes. do what? Be thou cast, be thou removed, and be thou what? Cast into the sea. And then look at the next big important step. And doubt not where in your heart. That's faith. That's faith coming on the scene. Doubt not in your heart, but believe that those things we just said to the devil will come to pass. What did God say? You'll have exactly what you say. You have to believe you're going to have that. You have to believe he's gone. You have to believe that the sickness will be taken care of. You have to believe it will be removed. You have to believe that it's done. You have to believe the angels are there taking it away. You have to believe it because you can't see it. That's right. You see it? You have to believe. You have to imagine in your heart and in your, you know, you have to go within yourself in your own way. And, and just say, yeah, it's happening. Yes, it's happening. It is happening right now. Now, you child of God, when you operate in faith like that, God is obligated to move on your behalf. I'm going to say that again. That's when good. you operate in faith like that, then God is obligated. Jesus said that it would happen. He said you would have exactly what you said. And what did you say? You told it to be removed. You told high blood pressure to be removed. You told uh, diabetes to be removed. You told uh, the, the virus to be removed. Whatever it was, you, you told the poverty to be removed. You told lack and not enough be removed. You told sickness, disease. You told marriage, marital problems to be removed. You told, come on, guys. Yes. Yes. That's good. Because his voice activated. You told it to be removed. You told it where to go. And you didn't have a doubt in your heart. You did not doubt. In, you might have doubt in your head. Now, let me deal with that. 
because most of us have doubt in our head. But the scripture said, doubt not in your what? In your heart. In your heart. Now, what does that mean? That means after you've spoken, after you've released your faith in that way, okay, sure, doubt will be in your head as you drive away from that encounter with the devil. But let me tell you something. Never, ever let it come out of your mouth. What you're mm-hmm. thinking in your head, never let it come out of your mouth. That's how you protect right. your heart. Apostle is going to speak to us in a minute about protecting and guarding our hearts. See, this is how you protect and guard what you just said. You have to guard your heart because that's where he said, don't doubt in your heart. And and then we have to make sure we do that. If we're going to have doubt in our hearts, please don't let it come out. The way you guard your heart is never speak what you're thinking. That's how you guard your heart. Never, ever speak the thoughts that are going. You know, because Satan's going to come. Ah, yeah, you thought you got it, huh? You thought you got it, right? You thought, I know you thought you were healed, but you're not. He's a liar. You got to remember who's speaking to you. The Bible says Satan is a liar and the father of lies. Why would you listen to a liar? You know he can never say anything that's truthful. That's right. That but we right. must guard, guard our heart. Yes. Amen. Apostle, you want to come right. in and share a little bit about guarding your heart before we move on? Yes. The scripture says, keep your heart with all diligence. Guard it. For out of it, it what? Your heart are the issues of life. What you let get into your heart is going to show up in your life. It's going to show up right there in your life. So, but if you don't guard that heart, see, the scripture says also to fight the good fight of what? Faith. The only fight you should be fighting is the fight of faith, not people, not preachers, not each other. It's the good fight of faith. Now, faith will protect you. If you stay behind the shield of faith, your heart is protected. If you stay behind the shield of faith, what do I mean your heart by your heart is protected? You got to say what Jesus said. You got to believe what Jesus said. You have to act on what Jesus said. Because in another place he told you, His word will not go out and return unto him void or empty. But it shall accomplish, pay attention to words now, it shall accomplish that which he pleased, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto he send it. Folks, if you don't guard your heart. See, 
We look at people. Oh, they did this. Oh, they did that to me. Oh, they did this. Oh, they call me this name. They call me that name. Let's ask the question here. Do you know your name? Well, if you know your name, see this, see your God in your heart. If you know your name, why would you answer to something that is not your name? Oh, I'm sick. Why would you say that? And Jesus said, by his stripes, you were healed, as the prophet brought out. See, we keep saying things that he didn't say, and your heart is wide open. But you want to guard it. You want to protect it. Get in agreement. Get in alignment with God. Say what he said. Act on it. Expect it. And then you will have what he said because it's there all the time. Folks, water can't help you outside your body. You have to drink it, huh? All right, prophet. Praise God. Amen. <clears throat> yeah, guarding your heart is vitally important because, thank you, Apostle, that is where your faith is manifested from. Your faith is the, your heart is the carrier of your faith. Do you see that? And you must, we must guard our hearts. Guard our hearts, the scripture says, with all diligence. For out of our heart, out of your heart, flows what? The issues of your life. You you know what? When we really begin to believe the scriptures, as apostles always telling us what? Pay attention to what? Words. Yes. That scripture right there in Proverbs 4, and it's starting in verse 20, 21, 22. It, it tells us a lot. It tells us a lot. He said, I, you know, God, he said, incline your ear unto my saying. Let my words not depart from your eyes. Keep my words in the midst of your heart. For out of it, out of it, what is it? Out of your heart flows, watch this, the issues of your life. Now, you would just stop for a moment. And do what he's giving us instructions to do to meditate on his word. You meditate on that. Out of my own heart flows the issues of my life. That's right. Yes, it does. That's why it says guard your heart. Do not, you know, the old people used to say it like this. Older people when I was young used to say, now don't take it to heart, honey. <laughs> and don't take that to heart what he did or what she did don't take that to heart that's the way of saying guard your heart that's the way of saying don't let it get in there because let me tell you something about your heart your heart will grow anything you allow to get in it there you go your heart that's is right. the ground is the ground spiritually speaking your heart is the ground that will produce anything that you let come out of your mouth it will produce it. Your heart will grow it up. 
And so that's why they said, don't take it to heart now. Don't let that get in your heart. Don't let that unforgiveness get in your heart. Unforgiveness is a blessing blocker. Did you know that? That's right. It's, it's the weed. And the, it's the weed that's, that's just corrode. I mean, just growing up all over the fruit, you know, in the natural. Let's again look back in the natural. Those of us who have beautiful gardens, we, we, my mother was, man, she would rather work in her garden than do anything in the house. <clears throat> That's right. Every morning she was in her garden, making sure there were no weeds coming up. She, she spent money, I mean, hours and all her finances on in the garden center. She lived in the garden center every Saturday. We would have to bring her to the garden center. She didn't drive called Rose Garden Center back back in our neighborhood community. We bring, uh, they knew her by, they knew her <laughs> when she walked through the door. Good morning, Miss Malonso. They knew her when they saw her. And she would come out with hundreds of dollars of equipment and, and, and all kinds of, you know, uh, killers and weed killers and, and fertilizers. And I mean, just you name it. And every tool that was needed to work in that yard, she had it. The shade in the backyard became full of everything. We, we, anything we may have had in that storage unit in the backyard, it just had to come out because our supplies and our equipment and everything for the yard just overtook everything. And, and, but she loved doing that. But my, the point I'm trying to make is she made sure you, you couldn't see a weed growing anywhere around her yeah. garden, around her flowers, pagonias and, and, and I mean, you name it. She had just about every kind of beautiful flowers, flower in her yard, in her garden. And you never saw weed. Weed kill, it grow up and it will kill that, that flower, that plant. Mm -hmm. In the, in the spirit realm, it's the, it works the same way. Unforgiveness is weed. Strife is weed. Yeah. Huh? Hatred is on, it's weed growing up around the word of God in your heart. That's why you say don't let the weed, don't let it get in there. You have to till that ground. You have to make sure that you get all the weed out. That's why when, when, when Satan comes, the first thing he wants us to do is, you know, compare ourselves by ourselves. He wants us to hate one another. He wants us to fight with one another. What is that? That's the weed getting into your heart. That's right. And it will choke whatever it is you're trying to produce. You just spoke to your, your body and told your body, told Satan to get out and you told him to take his sickness and his disease with him. You know what? If you let the wheat and the tear come in there and surround those, those beautiful words you've just planted, you know what? It doesn't work anymore. The weed is going to smother it. The unforgiveness is going to smother it. The un, the spice is going to tear it down. It's like you didn't even make that faith confession. Are you listening? That's good. You have to Great begin talk. to understand how spiritual things work. And when you get a good understanding of how they work, that's half the battle. Knowing the truth makes us free. The scripture mm, tells us again. And the truth, the truth, he said, 
shall make you free. People look at it like that, but they don't understand the meaning of that scripture. He said, the truth shall make you free. But here's the real meaning of that scripture. The truth that you know makes you free. Yeah, that's right. Are you listening to me? That's good. The truth that you know and understand makes you free. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we have to spend time studying spiritual things. My father in the gospel used to say this. Spiritual laws have been set in motion long ago that cannot be done away with or changed at this time. I'm going to say That's that right. again. Spiritual laws have been set in motion long ago that cannot be erased or change, eradicated, whatever you want to say, it will not move, not at this time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Spiritual laws are very powerful, child of God. They are very powerful, just as powerful as the laws that we know in the earth. You commit murder, you're going to go to prison or whatever, if the law is enforced. That's right. A prophet. Can I say this here? Please. Uh, if you can, pull up Matthew chapter 16 and verse 19 in the Message Bible. And I'm going to look at it. I'm going to read it from the Living Bible. Matthew 16 and 19 in, in the Message says this. And that's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Keys to open any and every door. Wow. No more barriers between heaven and earth. Ah, uh, no, yes. That's... On earth is yes and earth, and I'm sorry, and a yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A mm-hmm. no on earth is a no in heaven. So what does that's that bring Matthew, out? That's Matthew 16, verse 19 in the message that you asked for. You know, what does it bring out? The, the Living Bible. Oh, what the Living Bible says. The Living Bible says it this way. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever doors you lock on earth shall be locked in heaven. And whatever doors you open on earth shall be opened in heaven. And this clearly brings out you. And I are the enforcers. Amen. See? It does. Whatever door you lock on earth shall be locked in heaven. Whatever doors you open, see, the under subject is you. You are the enforcer. Go with that. Go. I don't like that. Go ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. But then, too, Let's go back to what we shared a few minutes ago. Believe. Amen. Have faith in what you just said. 
if you spoke, well, let me, let, let's put it in the right terminology that we want to highlight, that we're highlighting here today. Let's put it in the right, uh, uh, platform that we're highlighting. Because what are we highlighting today? The enforcers of the law. That's what we're highlighting. If you have spoken to any attack or any situation in your body or in your life or in your home, if you've spoken God's word, if you've enforced God's word over that situation, then what Apostle is showing us from these scriptures is, he says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. What you lock is locked. What you open is open. You have to That's walk right. away from having from having spoken to that situation, believing that you just locked it up. That's right. But where we miss it is, I'm going back to this scenario I created a few minutes ago, where we miss it is because we can't see in the supernatural, we tend to doubt that it did happen. And That's what right. happens? When you doubt, what happens when you doubt a pastor? You must work. Oh, you're going to have to do without. You have to do without. I'm telling you, if you doubt what you just spoken, huh? if you don't believe it, it can't work for you. Because you got to understand, child of God, this is what moves God. He said, everyone that comes to me must, first of all, believe, believe, believe. You must believe. That's what moves him. That's what, that's what is the enforcer of the law. Your faith. Your faith. You, you could say it like this. Your faith is the two guns on your hip. Mm. Like the police officer carries a taser and a, and a revolver or whatever he carries to enforce that law. If someone's breaking the law out there, you know, you are carrying your weapons. And he said the weapons of your warfare, they are not what they are mighty Burn through them. God to the what pulling down pulling of what strong are you listening to me you you have to begin to believe it's your fight that's your weapon that you carry with you all the time everywhere you go that's but right. if you're not if you don't have faith in your own weapon why you won't use them <laughs> Oh, you got to get a hold of this, child of God. That's good. It means the difference between who will be healed and who will just go without. It's the, right. it's the difference between who will eventually receive, who will see God perform, who will see the manifestation of after they've spoken, who will actually begin to enjoy what they've spoken in, in faith, and those who would just go down the road, skip hopping and jump and say, well, you know, I guess it, it didn't work. It's working all the time, but because we can't see those angels behind the wall, because we can't see the word of God bringing it into manifestation for us, we tend to doubt. Yeah. And when we doubt, our mouths will speak something that it should not have spoken. And child of God, when you speak something, you let something come out of your mouth that you should not have let come out of your mouth. Do you know you just dug up whatever it was you planted this morning? Absolutely. Just dug it up and it'll never happen for us. Spiritual laws. 
child of God, get to know them as well as you know the natural laws. There are some people, get, oh, no, that's not right. No, the law, there's a law against that. Oh, no, there's a law against this. Oh, no, there's a law against that. Oh, no, that's against the law. You can't do this. You can't do that. And that's great that they know the, they know the laws of the land. But, you know, God wants you to be the same way when it, calls, when it comes to spiritual laws. You should know that there is a law against Satan attacking your body. You should know it's against the law for him to attack your body. You should know that it's against the law for him to, to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. You must know that it's against the law because Jesus died to provide and, and do away with that law. But if we don't know those laws exist and we don't, we're not enforcing them, then... It is not against the law. Because there's, right. no one to, there's no one to enforce it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, I want to point this out as well. We, 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 yeah, it, you, you have to obey spiritual law. But that's not what we're, what we're highlighting today. First of all, pay attention to You must first Build a house before you start trying to what? Protect the house. Would you try to protect an invisible house? There's no need to protect a house that you can't see, right? That no one can see because no one's going to try to come against it. They can't even see it. These are not going to try to break in it. They can't even see it. That's right. We have to put everything in perspective. So yeah. the first thing you want to do is build the house. You want to build your faith so big, so strong. You want to make sure you understand spiritual laws. That's right. So so you can begin to put them into manifestation. Now, after you build them, now you must remember to what? Obey them. That's good. We didn't point out obeying last week. We pointed out mainly Enforcing. Enforcing. Enforce spiritual laws in your house, in your home, on your job, in your businesses, in your community. Just like you enforce natural, you you know, that's against the law. You shouldn't be doing this. We hear that everywhere we go, guys. People are so <laughs> conscious of the law in and it's fine. Yeah. But what, but what about God? What about his laws? Shouldn't we know his laws? That's good. So we can enforce them? How can Amen. you enforce something who are not even aware it, it, that it exists? And this is why we do not spend a lot of time on enforcing spiritual law. We're not even aware. Some of us are not even aware that they exist. That's right. Absolutely. Apostle brought this out last week, John 6 and 63. It is the spirit that quickens it. You see, the spirit quickens everything. Yes. The flesh profits absolutely nothing. Now watch this. The words, he said, the words that I speak unto you. See, the words Apostle and I are speaking to you this morning. God is telling you that spirit and that's life. That's right. If these words mean absolutely nothing, 
if after we get off this healing school line this morning and these words meant absolutely nothing, you forget them, you, you know, I'll, and we could easily do that. If they, mm -hmm. if they were not important, see, when things are not important to us, we tend to forget them and push them aside. Yeah. We, we, we try to use our own abilities and thinking to, to try to sort out what's important to us. We do mm -hmm. that. I do it. I do that. But what are we saying to you this morning? John 6 and 63 is telling you what should be important to you. He says, see these words that I'm speaking to you? He said, this is your life. The words that I speak, that's spiritual life. The word of God is spiritual life. But that's if right. we're not aware, if we don't know that, child of God, this is going to profit. This is the difference, and I keep stressing this. This is why some of us are healed and some of us are not. Mm-hmm. But it has been given for all of us to be healed. There is no respect of person with Jesus, with God. He died to provide for all, all, he said, all that will believe, all that will receive. But do you know not everyone will believe? I never forget what Jesus said to Thomas. You know the situation. They had seen Jesus when he'd risen from the dead. From the, from the dead, and they ran to tell everyone, Jesus is alive. He's risen. And Thomas said, well, I will not believe that until I see it. That's the way the world thinks, child of God. But see, when it comes yeah. to spiritual things, he's telling you to believe his word, whether you see it or not. He's saying, if you can find it in my word, you should believe it. So he said to Thomas, Thomas, you believe because you now, now you see me standing in front of you. You don't need faith for something that you now see. What you need is faith for something you cannot see. And that's why he said to Thomas, but blessed are those who have not seen me, but yet they believe on me. Do you believe what we're saying to you this morning, child of God? Praise God. Amen. Because what we're what we're doing is setting in motion spiritual law. We're trying to show you how to open your mouth, speak to your body, the word of God, and then walk away from that operation of faith, believing that you now have everything you need for your faith, for your healing to manifest. And never again speak anything negative. Ever. But just Amen. have faith and have patience and wait on God and he will deliver it. Amen. Amen. Praise God.